Max Wiley and I'm reporting from the RSS annual conference which this year comes from Belfast. I'm with Debbie Keithley from Use My Data who has been talking in the session this afternoon as part of our Data Ethics Day on bridging public understanding of health and data sharing. Hi Debbie. So Debbie, could you tell me a bit about your organisation Use My Data, what are you know, its aims and its vision? Use My Data is a patient led movement really. Uh, I think we are patients and carers and relatives but we are unique. Um, we're the only, I think, I think we're the only independent patient group that's focused on promoting the benefits of using patient data. Um, the movement is is us, it's not, it's not an organisation as such, we are a body, we're a cohort um, and we decide our own agenda we are quite independent um, I think our in terms of our vision and our aims we we want patients and the public in general to understand the benefits of giving their data making sure that it's used um, giving their data to help others and to help themselves and knowing underlying that that there are effective mechanisms in place to make them feel comfortable with sharing their data so we want to highlight the benefits of sharing data. We want to, I suppose, use patients, people who are already in the healthcare system as ambassadors, if you like, if that's one way of putting it, of, for an understanding of how you can share data for improving things, for making things better for patients, um, and to give people confidence in understanding their rights to privacy, their rights in terms of freedom and choice and what they do with their own data. And what kind of potential do you think data, uh, patient data has? So more data is being recorded about patients along all the pathways, all the care pathways. So we have much more data than we've ever had before. It's more detailed. Um, it's available almost instantly. Um, and within the NHS, we are really fortunate that we have this unique number attached where that you have a complete pathway is so, so unique. Um, when we link the different strands of data together, we can build a much more detailed picture about each person on that pathway. Um, when we aggregate all that data, we can draw much more detailed pictures of the health of an individual of the health of a nation and of the treatment pathways, the care, the outcomes for patients. And we can use it in so many ways to improve all of those things for patients, um, even in terms of understanding what happens before diagnosis. And I think that's something that's really important and it's what I was focusing on today. Um, and what barriers are there uh, to it being used currently? Okay, so I think there are technical barriers which really amount to patient data being recorded in different ways on different systems, held in different places, and the systems don't all talk to each other. And pulling those together is quite a challenge um, and presents a barrier. I think there's another challenge in terms of governments and accessing information. Um, it's not just making sure that the uses of data are lawful but that patients see that these uses are reasonable and what they would expect 
And that's really why patient engagement and involvement in these decisions is really important. Um, so can you tell me a bit about uh, the study you were discussing on the Northern Ireland Pathways to Cancer Diagnosis? Yes, um, it was a project that was funded by the Health Foundation and carried out with partners here in Northern Ireland to replicate what's already been done in England. And the routes to diagnosis work is really important for people who become cancer patients who are given a cancer diagnosis. We need to understand what pathway those people took before they got a diagnosis. In Northern Ireland, we found that, I suppose at a very high level, and this is initial findings, that it's more or less the same as England, which is quite comforting in some ways. There are differences that we're still trying to tease out in terms of uh, outpatient diagnosis and inpatient diagnosis. There's slightly higher rates in Northern Ireland than in England, and we need to understand more about that. I think that's the eternal call for more research needed. Um, and what are the next steps or the next projects for Use My Data? I think for us, we have two key next steps. First one is about the launch of a campaign that we're calling The Issue with Tissue. And we're going to be working with some other stakeholders and we're really wanting to improve and accelerate the use of human tissue samples in research. Um, I think there's a huge amount of data that's stored within tissue and we need to marry that up with the data sets that we've got. The biobanking community has estimated that at the minute it's only about 15% of samples overall that are being used and we need to get that number up. And the second uh, step for us, I think, is our next workshop, which is going to be in Leeds in December. And we're pulling together some thoughts on what that's going to cover next. We are a very democratic organisation, so we are not, I think, probably the fastest decision makers. But in terms of that agenda, that will be something that's really important to all our community. So, uh, Jenny, was there anything particularly you wanted to flag uh, to our listeners? Yes, that the, our workshops are open to all. So if anybody would like to join us in Leeds in December, please have a look at the website and uh, get in touch with us. We'd be delighted to hear from you. I think the other thing I'd like to just highlight is the patient data citation. Um, we are promoting the use of a set of words, basically says this work uses data provided by patients and collected by the NHS as part of their care and support. And it's about, if you're using patient data, acknowledge it. Great. Thanks so much, Debbie. Really good talking to you. This is Mags reporting from the RSS conference.